absolute certainty had replaced it. Shit. The basement is divided by a solid wall, two big rooms, and accessed from this main level by two different stairways, one at each side of the building in the back. What kind of crazy-ass design is that? Hollis demanded. If we get out of this alive, you can ask the architect. The smell of blood was almost overpowering, and Danny's head was beginning to hurt. Badly. Hallways. No... Not hallways, two separate spaces, distinct sides. She had never before pushed herself for so long without a break, especially with this level of intensity. It was Bishop who said, You don't know which side they're in. No, I'm sorry. She felt as if she'd been apologizing to this man since she met him. Hell, she had been. Hollis was scowling. To Bishop, she said, Great, that's just great. You're psychically blind, the storm has all my senses scrambled, and we're in a huge burning building without a freaking map. Which is why Danny is here. Those pale sentry eyes were fixed on her face. Danny felt wholly inadequate. I, I don't... All I know is that he's down there somewhere. And Miranda? The name caused her a queer little shock, and for no more than a heartbeat, Danny had the dizzy sense of something out of place, out of sync somehow. But she had an answer for him, of sorts. She isn't dead, yet. She's bait, you know that. She was always bait to lure you. And you, Bishop said. Danny didn't want to think about that. Couldn't, for some reason, she was unable to explain, think about that. We have to go now. He won't wait, not this time. And he's not the only one. The conversation had taken only brief minutes, but even so the smoke was thicker, the crackling roar of the fire louder, and the heat growing ever more intense. Bitterly, Hollis said, We're on his timetable, just like before, like always, carried along without the chance to stop and think. Bishop turned and started toward the rear of the building and the south corner. I'll go down on this side. You two head for the east corner. Danny wondered if instinct was guiding him as well, but all she said to Hollis was, he wouldn't take the chance if he had it, would he? To stop and think, I mean. If it meant a minute lost in getting to Miranda, no way in hell. That alone would be enough, but on top of that he blames himself for this mess. He couldn't have known. Yes, he could have. Maybe he even did. That's why he believes it's his fault. Come on, let's go. Danny followed, but had to ask, Do you believe it's his fault? Hollis paused for only an instant, looking back over her shoulder, and there was something hard and bright in her eyes. Yes, I do. He played God one time too many, and we're paying the price for his arrogance. Again, Danny followed the other woman, her throat tighter, despite the fact that, as they reached the rear half of the building, the smoke wasn't nearly as thick. They very quickly discovered, in the back of what might once have been a small office, a door that opened smoothly and silently to reveal a stairwell. The stairwell was already lighted. Bingo, Hollis breathed. A part of Danny wanted to suggest that they wait, at least long enough for Bishop to check out the other side of the building, but every instinct as well as the waves of heat at her back told her there simply wasn't time to wait. Hollis shifted her weapon to a steady two-handed grip and sent Danny a quick look. Ready? Danny didn't spare the energy to wonder how anyone on earth could ever be ready for this. 
Instead, she concentrated on the only weapon she had, the one inside her aching head, and nodded. Hollis had only taken one step when a thunderous crash sounded behind them, and a new wave of almost intolerable heat threatened to shove them bodily into the stairwell. The roof was falling in. They exchanged glances, and then, without emotion, Hollis said, Close the door behind us. Danny gathered all the courage she could find, and if her response wasn't as emotionless as the other woman's, at least it was steady. Right, she said, and closed the door behind them as they began their descent into hell. Chapter 1 Tuesday, October 7th You had that dream again last night, didn't you? Danny kept her gaze fixed on her coffee cup until the silence dragged on a minute longer than it should have, then looked at her sister's face.